this is your girl Amanda. Um, just got done speaking with the big homie D Murph. Um, please listen in and uh, hopefully you enjoy. Yo, 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 drop it, dude. You are not tuned in to Facebook. Yo, what's going on? It's DJ Brainstorm. Yo, Black Pac, come on, let's This has been Joy. Hey, this is Gabby. Yo, what's good? It's your boy Q from Chopping Up with Q and the Critical Dub Network, and you are tuned in. It's that time. Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuning in to the Flagrant 2 with the big homie D Murph, where I literally and I mean literally always got something to say verbally or even non-verbally y'all ready i know i'm ready let's do it first off world i'm just uh i'm excited not only do i have a guest she brought a guest with her as well so this is three's company um this individual look at that see it's already getting crunk i ain't even got started yet but this particular person mother of four former athlete educated professional someone that puts up with the big homie i have miss amanda kemp aka ak aka just whatever mood she in she gonna let you know mama where she work at mama whatever we got miss amanda kemp welcome to the flagrant two thank you thank you thank you for having me yes ma'am yes ma'am and like i said earlier listeners and what i do have another well we have another person in the background uh, another eight, but her last name st- uh, begins with F. So, Miss Ashley <laughs> Falco, uh, how are you? Good. Happy good. to be here. Good, 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 good. So, just in case for the world, just in case <laughs> they hear uh, you cracking up or you want to say something, you definitely welcome. So, Amanda. Yes. How you been? How, how was your weekend? Oh, it was wonderful, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. Come on. Uh, all the kids were gone. Oh. Auntie decided to take two of them. And then I was like, so two are gone and the other two should too. And so I'm like, yeah, hitting up friends. Hey, time to spend a night. <laughs> I haven't had a no kid night in about since I had kids. Come on. <laughs> Come on, and that's what about a year ago, right? You know what I mean. I mean, you know, nah, I'm just playing. But yeah, just uh, uh, <laughs> I started on this this trend of uh, every other year, so <laughs> it was about five, almost six years, I would say. Yeah, the kick is over, and I finally got a day back to mom. So awesome. <laughs> well, well, well deserved. I, I know how hard you work. I know what you endure on a consistent basis. So I'm glad that you was able to have that that time to be able to kick it with you know with with the family with the friends well not like your household but just kind of being able to have an opportunity to let your hair down so to speak yeah and just far as like your upbringing i know i think one of the things that was a mutual respect because we do live in houston you from the 313 Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> yes, the D. And well, for anybody that. <laughs> 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 uh, 
And that's Detroit world for those that are, you know thinking with the other head. Detroit. Oh yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Know, we got some listeners like Murph. She's from the where? Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> is that the Dallas? Uh, no, Detroit. Uh, yeah, the three one three eight mile. Yeah, Eminem. Uh, look it up. Watch it if you haven't. That's one of the things that had kind of gave us kind of a sense of unity. It's like, oh, you from the Midwest? Oh, I'm from the Midwest too. And yeah. ever since then, we've been able to uh, kick it in. Have a lot of fun. So, how was it growing up in Detroit for you? Ooh, growing up Detroit, Detroit was awesome because it was like very. It wasn't big. Detroit's not very, very big. Um, you have your east side, your west side. So it's always interesting to hear people say, "Hey, when like when you say you're from Detroit, what part of Detroit? Just the east side <laughs> or the west? There's no other options. There's no Flint. There's no other." extra land senior or urban hills no it's just detroit east to west um but it was great it was great i had a lot of fun um i was a bus rider and i was able to get any and everywhere so i explored a lot in detroit um and i went to cast tech which is one of the top three schools in detroit and uh Boy, between having eight floors to run up and down and get to your class in less than five minutes, mm. yeah, it taught you a lot. It taught you a lot about being where you need to be <laughs> <laughs> and being there all the time uh, and not sitting in the hallways and laughing and joking with your friends. It's very much so passed by, hey, girl, how you doing? Mm-hmm, let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we always had time after school and I played softball, so um just learning the city and then the fact that we had uh canada right there mm-hmm. was awesome so canada was just like i don't know we didn't look at it as being this international other country that we're going to it really felt like oh i'm just up the street just right. going to canada crossing the bridge or going in a tunnel nice. and like i told you before that i played for the uh canada women's league which was fun growing up so Gaining that exposure. Well, uh, world, don't laugh at me. I'm getting better as I get older. I've never been to Canada, so I have <laughs> no idea on what it's like to go to Canada. Uh, I had a roommate, though, that lived in Canada, and he said the currency is different. That's all I know. That's it. And <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs and, of course, the Raptors. But that's all I know, so I'm very, very, very out of the loop when it comes to Canada. But that's dope, though, that you had that opportunity. Yeah to play uh, softball in Canada, get a chance to explore that country. So what brought you to Texas, though? A Ford ride. Oh. A scholarship. Oh. I, um, and <clears throat> my coach was one of those, uh, his aim was to make sure every single girl on his team had a scholarship. And so um, my friends, me and my best friend, Daisha, and my other good friend, uh, Darnetta, we came down as a, like a package deal or whatever, but that's what he fought. He fought to make sure that all his seniors had somewhere to go. And we played very well together. And so that's, we all were able to get a scholarship together and we all came down and went to Prairie View together. Prairie View A&M University. Man, where they produced oh, my bad little H town. <laughs> it's like my bad, y'all. Keep to that, keep in, uh, embracing the culture. But no, that's dope though. A lot of people now, especially from the athletic standpoint, they really don't look at the package deals no more. It's kind of hard to sell a group of people 
or a group of your uh, players to go to one university. That's very hard now. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, if Mr. Fives, may his may he rest in peace. If he was still around, I'm pretty sure he still would have been trying to push that. There you go. No, what? Um, because he felt like you know we would feed off each other and we would be our best, whether we all actually played or as long as we was all still in the same area, we would still be able to support each other. So he still probably would have been trying to push it. Nice. Uh, no matter what, he's. I think he would have got it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's for, a fighter. Yeah. <laughs> he instilled a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> and just like anything whatever in life that you want yeah you might have a lot of people tell you what you cannot do or can't do but if you believe in yourself and have the confidence and have the story behind or the documents or the facts behind whatever you're saying it's a very good chance and increase your chances of making that become a reality so again rest in peace to coaching that's dope because i haven't yeah. heard anything like that in a very long time and I've been around the game, yeah, for some decades and haven't really heard of too many coaches looking for their student athletes to collectively go to one university. So now you're here in Prairie View. Yes. Coming from the Midwest, where it's cold, lifestyle, far as the personalities, because Southern hospitality coming up from up north is a different mindset. How was you able to adapt or adjust? Well, first it was a kosher shock because as I rode down here, I was like, what's happening? <laughs> I just told you I was a bus rider. I moved around. I'm like here. I'm like there. And coming down here, it made me stop. Like the people were pretty cool, but it made me stop because it's a little bit slower. Not mm -hmm. in a bad way, mm -hmm. but kind of like stop and smell the roses type of good way. Um, and so it made me like just reflect because going into college, it, you that's that changing period. Mm -hmm. I'm not quite a kid, but my parents still can tell me what to do in some ways. Mm -hmm. But I'm definitely free mm -hmm. because I'm away from them. Mm -hmm. So it was uh, coming down was just really was really just learning more about myself. But I, I had the luxury of having so many people from Detroit to come down as well nice. um cause there was a detroit uh club at prairie view so getting adjusted uh and learning how everybody else was feeling um which was pretty much just is really huge and it's nothing around and how we gonna get around and who has the car and we gotta go do something <laughs> and we gotta explore, we gotta move yeah it took a while to get that adjustment of like yeah, yeah uh that's not right up the street <laughs> and then people people from down here texas people love to say oh no that's like 20 minutes up the street yeah. like no that was an hour yeah that was an hour <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what clock you're looking at come on but i rolled with you and that was an hour <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's the feel. Oh, it is. see, yeah. see, that's different. It didn't feel like an <laughs> So this is this, this is gonna feel like a twenty minute ride. That's what you should say. Only get there fast, right? I'm so for that, and I learned that. I did. I did. I get that now. Because <laughs> before, I go get my family from uh, going to the airport. Just driving to the airport seems like for. Ever. Come on. But when I go get my family from the airport, it feels like nothing right. until they get into the car. Right. Now I feel like I have a journey to go. <laughs> They're like, are we there yet? <laughs> no, 
We got another 20 minutes. But we close though. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. So yeah. So when you were deciding on a school, did you mm-hmm. already have your mind made up on like a geographic location? A major, or you just like, yo, this is the first opportunity. I'm gonna take it. How did how was that process for you? Man, really, I wanted to go to like FAMU or Tennessee State. Okay. Um, I wanted to uh, go there, and they wasn't really offering me a scholarship. So let me t- let me back up real quick okay. about how I earned my scholarship. Come on. So I did play softball for all four years, but I did not play as in a sense of on the field doing the games. In practice, yeah, I played. Okay. <laughs> my coach, well, it was because his focus is always getting someone in school. So there are other people above me that he was working on trying to make sure. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, he always made sure that on uh, the summer teams and different things, I got my reps. I played as much as I can. Um and then I got my foundation on how to be a pitcher, like make sure it was solid. Like I could probably back then, I probably could do so now, but back then I probably could pitch for a good solid hundred feet back and still have the same power as I would at the 40 feet. So you were strong. <laughs> yes. Yes. That push off was real. Mm, copy that. <laughs> that push off was real. Well, he always made sure that's how we, it, you start close and then work your way back and then just keep working your way back. And then when he came back to come view you on how you were doing, he made you pitch from regular. Gotcha. So he was like, same power you had. That whole point was to make sure you had the same power that you did back there as you do right here. And it came across where most pitchers did not like pitch. Uh, if you wasn't on our team, they didn't want to catch. They did not want to catch. I had a girl tell me she did not want to catch for me because I threw too hard. <laughs> she didn't want to do it. And I was like, okay. Um, but my senior year is the only year that I actually played. Mm. Like the whole entire time. And I had, a, uh, we had a, we were undefeated. And we were undefeated in a lot of different ways and a lot of different schools because he wanted to play everybody from all backgrounds just to make sure that we had exposure mm-hmm. um and we were even winning those i mean we had teams that would be like oh no think little of us and they'll put their jv team in until they're like oh wait no 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 <laughs> <laughs> what's happening here <laughs> uh, which is pretty cool so i got the scholarship off really the one year um that's my season didn't right end there. the way that I wanted for anybody that's listening that's there that want to look that up. It did not end the way that I wanted. Um, but I mean, the universe has its own way of changing the course of how things should be and the lessons that we should learn. Mm-hmm. Um, so I take that and I'm going to run with that loss that I had at the end of the year. Um, and I grew from that. But he that's what he was basing off of. So as far as, you know, people like jumping at the opportunity to give me scholarships, it's probably slim when you have somebody just playing that one year. Cause it's kind of like, well, what's going to happen the following year when you're not around. Right. Um, but I did, I got one from Compton state in Baltimore, um, a partial and then another partial in Southern university, uh, in Baton Rouge. And, uh, Prairie View gave me the actual full ride. And they also took, the other individuals as well 
Um, but in Compton, I actually had one girl that I went to school with there. I said, no, I don't want to go there. I want to make a name for myself. There you go. Um, Southern, again, had somebody from our team previously. And she, too, was a pitcher. Nope. I want to make a name for myself. Mm. So when I got to Prairie View, um, and it almost, it was shaky. It was shaky going to Prairie View um, because I was solid going in. And the girl that I actually played against in my senior year championship game, she ended up going to Prairie View as well. (laughs) And she actually sent that championship game film to that coach <laughs> um so going in i had a lot of naysayers or people that doubted me in different things going to there so i was very nervous but nonetheless i still did make a name for myself um for my work ethics and just working hard now that whole career at prayer view that's a whole nother topic a whole nother story mm-hmm. and i need a whole lot more time <laughs> no, that's real um but nonetheless, I enjoyed it. I learned a lot. And I don't regret going to Purview whatsoever. I met a lot of awesome people. And I learned a whole lot. In class and out. So. And with that, you had a major. Oh, that's right. Yeah, damn, I went on. Right? That's fine. That's fine. That's <laughs> what I'm here for. I'm, I'm tuned in. The list is like, Merv, don't not let her get away from what did she go to school for. So, I got you. I actually in accounting. Okay. I majored in accounting. Uh, I decided early on as a kid, I counted uh, a lot of money one day. And I was like, man, I love this. And I would want to be an accountant until I actually got an accounting class. <laughs> <laughs> you're not counting cash, you're counting numbers. <laughs> yep. uh, which was an awesome major, but I don't like repetition. As you know me, I'm a very random yeah. person. Yeah. And I was able to uh, play softball and different things and not be in class a whole lot and still come back to class and gain A's and B's and watch my fellow classmates that's been in there the whole entire time kind of like struggle. So to me, it was like, I'm one of those people that I can see. the uh, If you write out the whole math problem and I walk into the room, I literally can watch the steps that you took and be solid. You don't have to say it to me. I got it. Mm-hmm. Um and that's how I approach a lot of different things. Now, if I had my way, if Purview actually had a graphics major, I probably wouldn't went into graphic arts, which they started slowly coming up with as I was starting to leave. Mm-hmm. And I did capitalize on that because I did take a couple of classes before I left. Hey, but I was not going to cancel that major because uh, that scholarship was paying for the years. <laughs> and that's all I wanted to pay for was, <laughs> was nothing, nothing as much as possible. And for some of the listeners, like, Murph, that sounds like your story. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to not get my degree when you're paying for it. And as you clearly know, world, uh, my personality doesn't allow me to be in a cubicle. Not No disrespect to those in a cubicle. But most accountants don't have that personality. I'm just being no. honest. I'm just so being honest. But the, um, the, different, the different things that I learned from doing accounting work and being a major and i'm sure ak you can add to this it teaches you discipline it teaches you to be still and patience and how to troubleshoot mm-hmm. it does if i didn't have that part to kind of help me evaluate the bigger picture or things at a bigger scale i, I don't know if i would have been the same person i am today which in, it carries over to the real world and then that's what i'm going to bring 
far as your success and as far as how you've been able to transition from the young lady grew up in Detroit, had the scholarship to Prairie View, got your degree. Now you're you're a mother. Now you're in the real world, like you said, uh, impacting other people. How 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 has that transition been for you? Do you believe? I I have the, I know the answer, but for those people or those listeners that might not know, how have that transition been as far as? The different levels of your life And the stages to where you can still have You know like you said uh, The positive mindset Behind any setbacks or things that might have Slowed you down Uh, I would say Learning to love myself Each and every day With every mistake that I can make um, Just loving myself For even the mistake And not beating myself up over it um, it took a long, long, long time <laughs> to get there. When I say long, and I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I feel like I'm only a, a year or two in of actually fully saying, oh, mm. I'm okay. Because I think as moms, as you become a mom, you question a lot of things that you do only because you want the best life for your kids, no matter what stage that you are currently at. You still want the best for them. Um, and so <clears throat> I think that plays with your emotions as well. Because you're like, no, because if you're by yourself, you can wing a lot. Mm-hmm. And I can make it work. But when you have somebody looking at you and no matter what, whether it's something in the fridge or it's not, you got to make something up because they got to eat. Yeah. You got to be happy with whatever you gave them and not look at, oh, I didn't give them filet and malong and I didn't give them that. No, I made you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and you ate today and we're good. Yep. We're going to make it to the next mm-hmm. day and we're going to keep fighting. I'm going to show you how to uh, make something out of nothing. And we're going to keep pushing forward and you're going to love yourself for it because you can only do the best that you have to do. You have to answer to yourself because when I'm gone. And your sisters are gone and your dad is gone and your auntie is gone. Who's who's left? Just you. Your own thoughts, your own self. You got to deal with what you do. <laughs> and everybody's not going to agree with what you're doing is right. So be happy with every choice that you make and make sure your intentions are always good. Because if your intentions, you going in is good and somebody perceived it as that's not what, no, that that was bad. Like, no, I, I went in all intention to do right. <laughs> yeah. And you just perceived it as that way. That's a learning curve on how to deal with you. <laughs> um, but my intentions wasn't to hurt you or to do anything negatively. Um, but those different transitions is just really learning about yourself because having kids to alter you as you're having it. That's the biggest thing that people don't realize when you're having a kid and growing somebody else and they're taking half of everything that you have. Um, and that doesn't just mean uh, my DNA. I mean, like my emotions, <laughs> all my hormones, all my food, everything that I got in me, you are saying half. Like you think going through a divorce is a whole lot when you hear the term half. <laughs> Is a whole lot. Imagine you don't even have a choice because they just in you and they go take half, regardless if you want them to or not. <laughs> um, having it, you made the choice. You said, "Yeah, have it." So, it's it's yes. It has been a quite journey of just learning myself and getting 
full back off me because like you said i've had four kids and in my last three they literally came a year and a half after each other um and that did a toll and what most people don't know about me is that i had suffered from depression i didn't have postpartum but i definitely suffered from depression i went from like a size eight to a size 20 like in a matter of a blink of an eye and it's not so much about the weight it's just when you look at yourself and you realize who's this person i you just had those kids back to back and you just grew like that is a lot to take in but i'm happy to have it clicked one day after my last child i couldn't have any more and she was getting ready to turn one and it clicked dudes you can't have any more kids you can start zoning back in um because the better me i can be the best Amanda that I could be is the best mom that they can have because I can give them everything that they need and that does not involve money whatsoever preach preach and preach I know something <laughs> and that and that's and that's dope and thank you for for, for sharing that because someone is definitely going to benefit and kind of reflect on themselves and you said something that was for me that was it's huge it's not about money how many times as parents or guardians we say man if i have some money i i can do this sometimes it's all about the love it's all about the time money will come i'm a firm believer in that as i you know have my own kids and my own tribe so no that was real real huge that you said that and another thing that you had spoke on um a while ago was you were saying like the daily affirmations and the prayers that you do for the family before they start their day can you talk about that a little bit? Oh, yeah. It's with my girls. Uh, we say we pray. You know, I think even if it's raining, I am very thankful because, you know, that is a different form of feeding everyone else as far as the trees and the leaves and everything that we need around. And not only is it feeding, but it's also washing away things that we don't want, things that we don't want around. So it's like it's double purpose. So it's great to have rain. Um, <laughs> um, so we <laughs> We pray a little about everything, pray for over everybody. And before we end that prayer, we always make sure that we also include our affirmations. It's just saying, um, I'm powerful. I'm great. I'm a leader. I'm a servant leader. I'm happy to be humbled. Um, I'm wise. I'm knowledgeable. Just so just some things that I make sure that they say each and every day. Because when they get out here and they get out to the world, they have to remember again. They got to be happy with themselves. They got to know who they are because anybody and everybody will come and try to say something to you. Like my daughter, Mackenzie. Ooh, she's my very, she's my chocolate dropper. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> one thing that I always worry um, about her is because of the color of her skin, of how dark she is, of mm. how sometimes that can come towards you and people can say certain things um i heard her mention something one time and i'm gonna be honest with you i don't even remember it because i made sure that it was so irrelevant that it didn't matter matter of fact i do remember she was in the store and she made a comment about another woman who looked just like her she talked about the color of her skin oh mama she is dark uh-uh mm. that is what we do not do wow we celebrate everybody do you see the color of that skin? How smooth and how chocolate that is? Like, that is beautiful. And anybody that you see, no lighter, no darker, they are all beautiful in their own particular way. 
We do not pass judgment because you didn't, if, even if you didn't like it, we don't pass judgment on other people. We don't. They look the way that they look because God saw it fit for them to look that way. They are beautiful in their own eye. Remember what trash is, uh, what is, what's the saying? I don't know. <laughs> I don't like I know what you're saying. Yeah, I'm like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, damn it, Mark, what's the what's the saying? Uh, um, um, what? Uh, <laughs> someone's trash is someone's treasure. There we go. Something to go. that point. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm get. I'm. I'm just. Yeah. Yeah. That caught. Yeah. I'm some. Yeah, someone else's <laughs> trash can be your. Yeah. So someone else's treasure. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's not. It's not fit. But from that day on, that's pretty much when i probably started really pushing those affirmations to say i'm beautiful i'm smart i'm intelligent i'm a goddess like just be in love with yourself and that's what they do if you meet my girls you can certainly feel their vibe um they're very independent um and they know that about themselves and even if it doesn't fully click trust me it will it's gonna make all sense one day, and you'll be like, "Oh my gosh, my mom, she's so <laughs> awful. She set me up." Like I did, right? Like, cause this, the challenge is gonna come, and I'm not gonna be around all the time to be able to pull you out of that challenge. And when I give those girls those affirmations, and it's really, it's for myself most definitely. But yeah, it's for them in the back end for when they do hit it, cause right now they think they're just saying something, but. Is really growing something spiritually because their spirit hits it, mm-hmm. and make sure that they uh, walk in that way. Yeah. And then I make them make up their own as well. Oh yeah. I don't give them all to them. I let them say whatever. And you should hear like uh, my last one, Mila. When I say, "And I am," and I point to them, just go ahead and say, it, and she's like, "Awesome!" There you like, go. <laughs> yes. You are. Mm-hmm. I'm awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's great because even my two year old, she says it's two. So good, good. And for what you do in the workplace, what you do as a professional, there are times when, and this includes myself, times where you just don't want to say hi or smile at anybody. What gives you the the passion for people though like i understand your family who you love who you gave birth to especially with the kids but these are people that you work with and work for that has told you hey your presence lights up a room how what gives you that passion and and motivation to, to bring that light into whether it's a work spot or just your everyday life other than your family um because everybody don't have that <laughs> Everybody don't have that. I'm just being honest. <laughs> um, I guess just I, I want to see everybody excel at their best. That's really what it is. I don't like to see anybody feel like they can't do anything or they're stuck in a bubble or I can't really branch out or I'm hurt by this and I can't move forward. Now, granted, I have my own demons i need to work out but definitely when i see other people when i see that they're hurting it's like i want to get you out of that like i have this i don't know not heal i want to heal you i just want to help you Mm -hmm. i want you to see the bigger picture that what's happening right now is not the end result because your feelings can make you feel that way and i 
I've been there and I understand what it feels like. Cause like, no, we didn't go to the details of my childhood. That definitely is a whole nother day. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, but just to know that I was still able to get through it. I mean, I hit a point to, uh, I wanted to commit my own suicide mm -hmm. because I felt so poorly about myself. It was, my birthday was just fastly approaching. And I thought to myself, after all that I've been through and everything that I've done, like nobody would care. But in that same notion is really the start of me saying, I look at myself, you're by yourself. You are by yourself. You have only yourself to answer. And through my years, I've just kept growing and growing to literally two years ago. Yeah, that's a long time, right? Of a journey of mentally how you think of yourself. But that came from a lifetime of thinking myself as one way and realizing as an adult, it's time to view yourself differently. It's not always about what somebody has said. It's not always about the situation you have been put in. And always taking in, uh, and another thing that people do as well is they absorb other people's energy. Mm -hmm. And then they work off that. I was talking to somebody just, just yesterday and uh, she was saying how if somebody goes, she asked me about getting cut off road rage. She was like, how do you deal with just road rage? I mean, like, what's happening? And I was like, well, um, I've, I've been cut off and I've cut other people off. <laughs> now, when I've done it, has it been intentional? No, I was really trying to speed up. I needed somewhere to go. I had a focus. Finding me is necessary. I'm trying to weave in, weave out and get to where I got to go. Well, when I did that one day, this guy was upset. I can tell because he followed me. He tried to, he sped up to get in front of me. And I politely just got to the other side. And then he did it again. And then I politely went to the other side. And he did it again. And I turned on my radio, listened to some jams, got to the other side. Because by now, we're we're at a red light now. Mm. And he's on the side of me. And I did not look at him not once. I mean, I saw him in the corner of my eye staring at me. But what I was doing, I was going to give him this good energy. <laughs> and I don't mean negatively good energy. No, good, good energy. Mm -hmm. I turned my music up. I was in there dancing. I had a smile on my face. And you know what? When that light turned green, he just kept going. <laughs> I ain't doing that with you. Mm -hmm. I ain't do it on purpose. I did throw the hand up, you know, my bad. Yeah. But obviously, whatever you had going on, that was a bad moment for you. <laughs> Made you even more equally angry. My bad. Didn't mean it. But again, that's why you don't want to take somebody else's energy. Because now you got a crappy day. You know, he could have just got yelled at by his boss mm -hmm. and heading home. And I cut him off. And then I added to it. And he's all like, forget the world. And I hate everybody. And da da da. In actuality, he could have just been like, hey, she cut me off, cussed me out real fast. Yep. And then turned up his own music and kept <laughs> <home>. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We yeah. spend too much time focused on what somebody else did when it doesn't matter what somebody else did. It's all about how you react to mm. it. Are you going to go ahead? Like, even with my boss, me and him, we've had literally one spat. One. And I don't even think that had anything to do with me because I didn't say anything. Mm. I think I, most I said was, hey, how you doing? And he 
he's not i don't want to say he's not a great individual but when he's in a certain mode he is very passionate about what he's doing mm -hmm. and in that moment he had a very very uh was robust energy very uh straightforward aggressive type of energy and i let him get it all out go ahead spill it because obviously it's on your brain you mm -hmm. got to get it out because right. what he was saying had literally it had something to do with me but i was not a direct effect right. of those things yeah from those things so i knew he had to get it out like go ahead flush it out we good and at the end of him talking and i'm probably sure doing a whole entire thing i smiled <laughs> i smiled through the whole thing and then when he was done it was like okay and i walked away <laughs> i didn't do anything back i didn't i let him go ahead pull it out get it out and now that that space it's not gonna leap over to me it's just gonna go out let me go out because <laughs> the next time i saw him probably which was like maybe 20 minutes later he was good mm -hmm. like it never happened yeah. and from that day that day forth i can honestly say i don't think he's ever come with me with that type of energy ever again if anything i feel like sometimes he come into the room to receive the energy that i have mm. i've come seen on. him come in and be frustrated why are these people not doing this why is this why is that not getting communicated and then he walks into the room and i had a class and he just hey and it was <laughs> awesome to see i love it that is very great growth from the very first time that i saw him to now um and i'm not saying i had anything to do with that but he did ask me like last week or so like how do you smile all the time and it was crazy because when he asked me that that question literally followed me throughout the entire building for the following next two weeks mm. and i mean when i say follow me i mean random people asked me the same exact question for that next two weeks after he said it and i was like i have no idea like why everybody is asking me but again you've known me for like two years and you see me smile yeah. pretty much every single day yeah. and what was amazing about it is when he asked me that question it probably was doing the roughest time that i've had in a very long time and I couldn't believe that I was giving off still that type of energy during a very tough time for myself. And um, but I'm able to do it just because I love helping people. And I want to make sure if they if you get any energy from me, it's gonna be some positive energy. You're gonna walk away feeling like something has changed. You got a clarity on what's happening. You're gonna feel a certain kind of way. You thought you came in for a class. <laughs> but you're gonna leave out <laughs> with a whole Ooh. nother different feeling. All my everybody that I've ever trained, most of them, nine times out of ten, they will come back to me. They wave at me, they speak to me. Um, and some of them actually pour their lives. They'll come and be like, I can't understand why this happened, or I'm stuck here, I'm stuck there. I end up being a counselor everywhere that I go. I can work with difficult people. Um, I've been a manager and work with difficult people. And um, I just find a common ground with people. Because we all the same. Yeah. We just want to be heard. Mm -hmm. We just want to be cared for. It's not even about, oh, I'm better than you. No, we all just, I just want to be loved. I want to feel the love. That's it. It's so powerful, just the love. I was talking to a, a former manager of mine and uh, we both 
were talking about, you know, just very topic. And some people think fear is what you need to get people to do what they mm-hmm. should be doing when it's really just the respect. But they think leading with fear is gaining them respect. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it's not. And I, I aim for people's respect. And I feel as though if I went somewhere, I could bring a whole team of people with me because they respect me because I gave them that equal respect back. And I think we get so far away from it because we all have this agenda that we start removing the actual individual that you see in front of you. And people put them in categories as well. They put them in categories and be like, oh no, you're like that. And that's who you are. Like, no, just because I did one thing that may have reminded you of something didn't mean that that's what it is. So don't write me off. You should always have that conversation with that person because people's perceptions are real. And if you feel like that's how you feel, I can we can agree to disagree. And that's that's a that is a true thing. And I say agree to disagree. That means I can still talk to you about something else later and now me i'm gonna walk away from you right and i'm gonna be pissed because you need to agree with me right. and i'm just saying we gonna agree to disagree yeah. and we done yeah. like oh okay yeah. <laughs> okay no agree to disagree is i understand where you're coming from no i don't 100 agree with that but i understand where you're coming from and we're good <laughs> that's called emotional intelligence and yeah you got it and ashley got it and yeah that's dope I'm proud. <laughs> you've helped somebody. I, I I know you've helped one person that, man, Amanda, I got that person I can't stand. Oh, I can't stand my boss. And I, I, and, I and they give me their energy or they be pissed off at me. So in turn, I'm pissed off at my people. And then, boom, it's a domino effect. But somebody, it got to stop somewhere. The buck has to stop. I got four girls at home. I can't take that. Come on. I got to be loving and caring when Come I on. get home. I can't take that home with me. I'm going to leave it right there. <laughs> and besides, if your boss is coming to yell at you, let's think about this. If your boss is coming to yell at you, does he have a boss? Yep. And I'm pretty sure he has a boss. Yep. And then somebody has said something to them, and now somebody giving them pressure, and now they coming to you. You see how that energy just keep trickling down mm. and trickling down? Mm. And if I give it to you, what I want to do is I want my boss to be able to come to me he can give me that energy, tell me everything that he need, and we're going to cut it off. Because we're going to stop it right here. Mm-hmm. Let's get whatever it needs to get done. Let's get it done. Because it's obviously rattling everybody up. Let's come with a solution. People pass that energy have no solution. Oh, this ain't, <laughs> this ain't happening. Okay, so what's the solution to make it happen? <laughs> Even if the solution fails, you got to start somewhere. Mm. You know? And I, not to be political or anything, but it just popped up in my head. Come but on. it's the same thing like with Obamacare. You say, let's repeal it. It didn't work. Guess what? You had to start somewhere Come on. to build to make it better. That may Does that mean that's going to happen in two, three, five, four years? No. But you got to keep doing it because it has a great basis of what it wants to be. And then when you get fresh new minds in, then it's supposed to continue to grow and develop. That's any idea. That's anything, but yeah, that's a whole other day and another topic. And that was just on my note, mind. I just want to say Hey, it. <laughs> y'all, y'all, this was an introduction for Miss Amanda Kemp. I told y'all, man, I'm over here like, wow, we've already been over 40 minutes in, y'all. Time is oh, flying. Hey, good Mark. It was that 20 minute drive. Huh, <laughs> right, right, right. 
But, it but, is. But AK. It is. It is. No, this was dope. This was dope. And, and like you said, you're more than welcome to come back. As well as you, Ashley, in the background. Appreciate you support. <laughs> For real, I appreciate the support, though. You didn't have to take time to, you know, hear the, the conversation or let alone support us and what you do. So I've told you this in person. I'm going to let the world know that as well. I really appreciate what you do, not only behind the scenes, but up close and personal. Um, but, 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 but Amanda, if there's a, a way that people can reach you on how to find you, they want to hit you up, or maybe they got some questions on how to balance work, personal development, family life, let them know how they can find you. Who uh I think I got all the social media <laughs> that's, <laughs> <out there. laughs> that's possible. Um let's see, Instagram, I am Slim Panda. Yes. I am Slim underscore panda on Instagram and um I am Amanda Kemp on Facebook. Now on Facebook, I'm gonna be honest, I don't think that's an easy task. <laughs> <laughs> Your best bet is just Instagram. Uh, DM me, send me a message, and I can include you. Well, or you can actually email me. I wouldn't mind if you emailed me, um, which is misskemp1015 at gmail.com. M S K E M P 1015 at gmail.com. Um, probably would be the best because I don't really, I got a Twitter, but I don't really Twitter. And I'm be honest, I don't know that password. So that would take <laughs> <laughs> that's real that's uh real. yeah but instagram most definitely i'll probably be on instagram the most out of everything i used to be on snapchat quite a bit um but yeah i usually just communicate with my daughter on that one <laughs> um and like i said instagram me up slim panda hey y'all that's my name make sure you hit up slim panda email her miss kemp 1015 at gmail.com hit up oh. hit her up and for me first time listeners I appreciate y'all. I thank y'all. I thank y'all. I thank y'all to find me on social media, Twitter and Instagram at isdmurf. You can also find a show wherever you consume your podcast, wherever you listen. And if not, y'all let me know so I can make that happen. But you guys know I appreciate y'all and you already know how I close the show. Don't lose yourself with life problems. Stay strong and fight the good fight. It's a lot going on, day in and day out. Man, it's a grind. Don't lose the vision. Fight the good fight. Murph, you did it again. Setting trends like you wanted to win. Fighting a good fight, sick of the sins. Connecting dots now with all the pins. We just trying to be good men. Adore my wife and I love my kids. I never let them down, never let them frown. Never let a clown take a crown. Hit me because of brown, that's okay. I got the blood of a king. Sword in the dream ain't all with a scene. Try to turn us to fiends. We drown in the streams while we chasing that dream. It's all about the dollar bill, y'all. And stop chasing that thrill, y'all. These beliefs trying to kill y'all. I'm just here trying to heal y'all. So listen as we work, dropping them gems now, rocking with D Murph. Tuning in as we get it in, so millin' being better men, we so adamant about the culture, sick of these vultures. We in the game now, watch how we coach ya. Keep your guns in the holster. Love is life, and that's how we approach it.